Imagine how kind the world could be if each of us spent a small part of our day actively listening to someone else. In each episode of Active Listening, students from the University of St. Francis share conversation with older adults and discuss life lessons. The project's goal is simple, to bring people together through the kindness of listening. Now we'll hear from Wes. He was interviewed by Jennifer Schenkel. During their conversation, Wes shares memories about working, old department store bargains, and being Santa Claus. So when you were, you were a kid, how old were you when you started working? Uh, I was about 10 years old. I worked at a drive-in out in Phoenix, Arizona. Was, the name of the drive-in was Big Sky Drive-In, which is not there no more. Mm-hmm. I went there to visit, visit Arizona, and they tore the, the drive-in down. they got a Kmart sitting there now. But my main job was on Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings going out there and picking the garbage up out of the, the lot, you know, that okay. people left the night before. And then uh, I worked all my life. So uh, when I got down there, I'd go out and cut people's grass. And this was all when I was like 10 years old and up. My mom and dad, they taught us a lot of things that, which I thought would ne- never really amount to anything, but yet. I, so I passed it off onto my kids and they, and that, that's what they've done, you know, and they are living that today, and they're doing pretty good for themselves. Well, that's wonderful. Do you have any hobbies? I like working on the plant, you know, on TVs and computers okay. and stuff like that. Yeah. But, I, but I try to watch myself on getting too many of, too much of the stuff, because I can wind up filling my apartment up with uh, computers and VCRs and stuff that I like, did to yeah. work on. and. I used to work on TVs, and I used to have TVs sitting up on top of TVs. And I like uh, looking at videos in that of, of Fort Wayne or, or anything that's old, you know, that's yeah. the way Fort Wayne used to be, you know, long before they tore everything out downtown and redone it, you know, like Murphy's. Yeah. I used to go to Murphy's, you know. I don't know if you, you're not old enough to remember Murphy's. No, I uh, I enjoy Fort Wayne history. I've been learning as much as I can about it, but I've not seen anything about Murphy's. Is that that wasn't a department store? Yes, it was. It was. Oh yeah, and they had everything. They used to have a big old display case in in the front lobby there, and they had uh, roasted uh, cashews. Cashews. They had them in the big uh, little bags, you know. Yeah. They had them wrapped. They had money wrapped in. I don't know who thought of this, but uh, you'd never know how much money was inside of them. And sometimes it might be like a $20 bill inside of them. Yeah. But they were selling them dirt cheap. I'd buy them. I'd always make a profit, big profit. So, you know, somebody didn't think this out, you know. <laughs> or you're but, the luckiest guy in there. I doubt that. I doubt <laughs> that. But they had a back room. There were restaurants. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had like a soda fountain. And they offered banana splits, bananas that have a tray and that have a piece of paper and, and it'd be taped around. You pick the banana and uh, whatever the price is under that, need that label, that's the price you pay for the banana split. Zero, zero, zero. <laughs> I don't know, Wes. I think you might just be a very lucky man. <laughs> no, I doubt that. <laughs> I really doubt that. But... Oh, I think Murphy's like is pulling to put themselves out of business. Right. Well, maybe. <laughs> I like that store. Yeah. Well, it's nice to see that some shops are finally coming back into downtown, just not in the ways we expected. Yeah, see, some of the stuff that they, they had at Murphy's, a lot yeah. of stores here in town still use, like uh, their donut machine that 
they used to make their own donuts there at Murphy's. Ooh. And uh, there's a, a restaurant, uh, I think it's not Tiny Tim's, uh, the one that just moved recently so they built that uh, new building that was over there on Harrison and... Uh, oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, the, the little... Wayne Street Airstream. there. Yeah, yeah, Berry Street there. You know, yeah. On Wayne Street there. Yeah. Yeah, the little freestanding... They, 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 they got Murphy's old uh, donut machine. Oh, neat. I also okay. done the Bozo show. Did what? I also done the Bozo show. Bozo show at Santa Claus. Oh, okay. I got video of that. <laughs> I don't. You guys have time for that? Well, not only we can't show video on the radio, yeah, so know. it won't help me. I know. <laughs> but, uh, I love doing that. I, I love doing live TV. And that, yeah. Uh, and we done it live, you know. Yeah. And uh, you seem to me like you're a natural born entertainer. Yeah. Well, well, the guy that played Bozo, he asked me if if I was willing to do, uh, do a, other plays with him, you know, because they they wanted to, they were writing up a script that the where Santa's going to the zoo, you know. Yeah. And he asked me if I if I'd be willing to do that. I go, yeah. But uh, not very much longer. They were you know off the air. Oh yeah. So, I worked with a guy named Dave Harmeyer over Frankie Plating. Okay. Yeah, he worked in waste treatment. I was in maintenance. And I told him that I'd be, that be going over to McDonald's doing Santa here in Waynedale. Mm-hmm. And his family and that lived there, there in Waynedale. So uh, he goes, would you do me a favor when you're, when you're there? I go, what's that? He goes, would you talk to my uh, boy Matt and, and, t- and tell him... Uh, that you'd be keeping an eye on him and some of the bad things he's been doing. I go, sure, I love doing that kind of stuff. Right, because so, they're shocked um, because Santa's been watching and they know yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. So Dave Hartmeyer and his wife was there, you know, and, and and Matt comes up and goes, Oh, Matt, yeah, I know who you are. I've been, my elves have been keeping an eye out on you. I said, you lost a, a remote control car because he took his remote control car and looked, you know, banging it up against the wall, you know. Yeah. And and so so uh, they, they took his uh, remote control car. I said, you taking that remote control car and kept piling up against the wall. And, and they took your dad took it away from you and you didn't get it back. His eyes started getting big like, how how did I know that, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and then uh, they told me that his boy was caught taking money out of his teacher's purse at school. Oh, no. And I says, yeah, you know, my elf also seen you taking money out of your teacher's purse at school. He goes, Mom, get me out of here. I want to get out of here now. This guy is scaring me. Oh, dear. <laughs> and, and Dave Harmar's wife goes, I gotta go to the bathroom. She went in there. I know she was cracking up. Oh, I'll bet. <laughs> and I just kept going on and on with him, you know, and... <laughs> What you just heard is part of the Active Listening series, put together as a collaboration between the University of St. Francis and WBOI. Additional conversations can be found online at WBOI.org or wherever WBOI podcasts are found. Faculty advisors for Active Listening are Miles Fulwider, Jane Martin, and Kristen Miller. This program was also made possible thanks to the support of Trina Bodeker from the USF Office for Service and Social Action. Our interviewers are Laura Jansen, Georgia Lieb, Caleb Meyer, Sean Rollins, Jennifer Schinkel, Sage Souter, Miranda Tyler, Kendra Seifring, and Doe Thong. 
USF Meta students are Nicholas Cardoso, Vaughn Gallagher, Joey Lamping, Ashley Price, Renee Robinson, Tyler Ross, and Jennifer Schenkel. Active Listening's creative director is Larissa Whitaker. Our music is by Noah Campadonico. Our WBOI intern is Brittany Smith. Thank you for listening. <laughs>